welcome to Beauty Beyond the Mirror, where we discuss beauty from all angles, from self-care to wellness, and spa products to cutting-edge services, and much more. I'm Nicole. And I'm Angela. And, and we, we are, are your hosts. hosts. We are excited to have you join us. Twenty twenty gave us a time to kind of sit back and reflect. I mean, we had a lot of time last year to sit back and reflect with being quarantined for a few months um, and just reflecting on a lot that was going on in the world and a lot within ourselves. Um, and it made it made us really stop and think about what is most important in all of our lives. And I think that you know, moving into twenty twenty one, that is going to be the foundation of of what we. <laughs> of what we do moving forward and what our thoughts are moving forward. I think we've taken those lessons and we want to apply them to 2020 because it, it made us realize these are the most important things, right? So as we as you listen today to this podcast um, and we talk about self-care, reflection, you're probably going to ask yourself or say to yourself, I'm too busy, right? I'm too busy to take time for myself or, you know, I just I just don't even have the time. Um, and that's one of the one of the thoughts that we kind of want you to step away from and instead think about those reflections that you had from 2020 and think about how you can make that time for yourself, um, what is most important. So um, today we're here with Angela Robb, the owner of Karma Spa Lounge and Beauty Bar in Southern Pines, North Carolina, and Kathy Williams, who is a our guest speaker, colleague, and experienced life coach, um, who's going to talk to us today about letting go of that guilt of self-care and making time for ourselves. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you both for inviting me to join you today. Yes. Um, wow. Self-care. That's a really difficult thing for many of us to take the time for. For most of us, we always put everybody else in front of, in front of ourselves and what needs to be done. And um, it's time for us to take time for ourselves. Um, so how do you take care of yourself? What is it that you like to do that makes you feel important, special, um, fulfilled so that you don't have an empty bucket when everybody's coming to take from you. That's true, right? I mean, as women, we all want to take care of everyone around us. And, um, you know, we're constantly giving and giving and giving. And there comes a point where there isn't anything to give anymore because we haven't stopped to take the, take the time for ourselves and fill ourselves back up. Mm -hmm. So, um, or we so yeah. Or we don't feel that, that we're important enough. Exactly. You know, that, that that you have to put everybody else first. It's really hard to put everybody else aside and everything else and say, I'm going to take care of myself today. Um, because some for some people, it, it makes them feel selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, mm, I don't deserve this. I've got so many things I have to do. I am really good at being selfish in self-care. <laughs> good. <laughs> what, like, are, what are some things you do for yourself? Because I've not been working for the last hundred years <laughs> and have been quarantined, um, I'm very conscious of mm -hmm. not allowing myself to sink into the black hole yeah. because 
I, I've talked to a lot of people who are there who are depressed mm -hmm. and can't find their way out. So I'm real conscious of not allowing that to happen to me. So um, I love to knit. So I do, I've decided I'm doing it every day and, and it feels really good to, to accomplish something because a lot of people feel like if you're not doing something tangible, you're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. That's true. But for many people, like for myself, you know, like I don't feel guilty about taking time to knit. I also like to paint. Um, I like to bake and cook. I do it with my granddaughter. We watch we watch a movie together oh, through that's a good what idea. is it called? Google Meetup. Google Meet. Mm -hmm. She yes. she sends me the code and we get on. And um, she's eleven, and um, she's very animated, so she really keeps me laughing. So it's really fun. So that's something that that I think more people should do is if you can't be around people, to I mean, if you have a phone. You know, there's many ways if, you know, if you don't have an Apple phone, you can do it other ways. Google has the, the meetup. And, but it's really good to stay connected to people because if you don't, you're going to slide down into depression. It's real easy That's true. to do that. I mean, I can, I sometimes could feel it for myself and I'm just like, you need to snap out of that. Don't go there. You know, you need to do something positive. And I'm always like keeping positive thoughts in my head. Last night, Gary was telling me about, but the, the numbers in North Carolina are at 16%. And he said, I'm really scared for us. Yeah. Make sure you wear your mask and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. It's but, a scary time for sure. You know, especially if you're an introvert, a natural introvert. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think it's probably easier to slide into that black hole that you're talking about. Because exactly. You're, you're already, you know. Mm -hmm you're already like, Oh, you don't like to be around people. You like to kind of be by yourself. Right. And, right. and, um, so just, yeah. I, and I, I don't know, I've kind of heard flip side too. I don't know if you heard the flip side, like extroverts, you know, they love to be around people. So yes. this is probably a very hard time for Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sides, and I'm definitely a people person and it's really hard for mm -hmm. me to spend time with myself, but I'm really okay about spending time with myself. Like, it's like, I always have something to do. Right. So I'm not so worried about sitting in front of the television for mm -hmm. hours on end. Although we do do a lot of that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I try to make it more um, like meaningful and, and I want to learn something, you know, not vegetate, right. you know, I want to look at this last year, not as a negative thing for everyone, but a time to, what did we get to do? I get to spend a lot of time with my partner mm -hmm. and it has brought us closer together and things are just more meaningful to me. I think, you know, I think it prevents me from focusing on negative, you know, and sometimes I feel like I have to lift him up mm -hmm. because he's like down in the dumps, you know, about this. So I liked some of the ideas that you mentioned, just maybe starting a new project. Mm -hmm. um, I know during quarantine, my daughter and I, we went out and bought paint sets. Like we started painting. Uh -huh. We started doing makeup. Like she really wanted to learn makeup. So we practiced makeup on each other. Perfect. Like you said, we cooked together. So we did yeah. start bonding with mm -hmm. each other and becoming closer, as you had mentioned as well. Yeah. Yeah. But even moving into 2021, as we're all starting to go back to work and we're, you mm -hmm. know, our lives are getting busy again, right? Mm -hmm. The vaccine's coming out. So everyone, oh, they're getting really excited. So everyone's going back out. Right. We don't want to lose track of those feelings and those those experiences right. that we had in 2020 mm -hmm. even if we thought they were negative it also brought us a lot of 
positivity as well. A lot of I think things happen for us, Mm -hmm. not to us. Right. You know, and Mm -hmm. and that's a that's a mindset that you have to think about. You know, a lot of people think, Oh my God, why did this happen to me? Why did why this? Why that? But maybe about um what did I learn from this? Uh You know, and what can I learn and what can I um what can I do differently to make this a better year? Because if we're still in the same position you know, months from now, what are we going to do? You know, we can either sit in our shit or um, pull ourselves up and bring it together. I think uh, something that's important to do is to journal every day. That's a great idea. Um, Just to write down your thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people, "Eh, I don't have time to journal. You know what? Three sentences, you know, what are you grateful for today? Um, what was crappy today, mm-hmm. you know, because that usually turns into more writing, more writing, mm-hmm. more writing, you know, and then it becomes, and then you think deeper, you know, and, uh, and don't stuff those feelings because right. many people do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what creates the depression and the isolation. Yeah. I, I think you're, I think you're on a, you know, really good point. Whenever we got shut down here at the spa, I mean, you know, we were close for a total of two months, which is probably nothing compared to a lot of other states that are still going through shutdowns right now. But, um, you know, there was a good five days where I absolutely just freaked the fuck out. Right. Mm-hmm. I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my business. All these people that work here are going to lose their jobs. And mm-hmm. this is all, you know, and, it's, and the worst part is, is it was beyond anything that I could control. Right. Exactly. I couldn't do anything about it. Um, but once I got past those first five days and realized, all right, well, I'm also not able to change this. So there's nothing I can do to change what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And once I let those feelings go, oh my God, that quarantine turned into such a blessing. Yeah, it's it was definitely a time of bonding for sure for everybody. Like you, because like you, because like Kathy, you were saying you spend a lot of time together, so mm-hmm. you're building those connections. And sometimes you feel like, wow, those I I lost those for a while. Yeah, like because life gets busy, well, right? And you yeah. lose yourself. And yeah. there were so many things that I came back to. Like you were talking about how you love to paint and how you love to do these things, knitting. And there are so many things that I have you know, set aside and set aside and set aside because I don't have time or, you know, that's not important right now. And I should be doing these other 40 things. And, you know, there's always 40 things, right? There's always those things that always have to be done. But when are you going to decide to stop and take the time you need for your health and your well-being? And during that quarantine, you know, oh my God, I picked up macrame, I did some painting, Campbell and I, she's six, we crafted together. These are things that we don't get to do, you know, because mom is busy. Mom's running a business and, you know, there's school and then you got to come home from school and get food ready and do homework and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't want to get to age 60 and look back and be like, why did I never do these things? And it really was such a blessing because... You know, all of these times where we make these excuses for ourselves and we say, oh, you know, I don't have time for that or that's not that important or I feel guilty about taking time for myself. You know, if we don't do it, God has a way of doing it for us. And that is, I mean, exactly, you know, if you really look at what 2020 was, it was God saying, slow down, yes, slow down and look at what your life is and look at what you're doing to the earth 
and look at what you're doing to your families and yourself and stop and really reflect on that. And so, you know, if we're true to ourselves, and we really look back on 2020 and reflect what it was, don't lose those lessons going forward. No. Don't get so back into the busyness of life that you forget the things that you've learned. It's very true. Or give up the things that you've been doing. Absolutely. You know, still make them a part of, I mean, they're a part of who I am and, uh, you know, it makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as we go through life, as, as we have been in our busy lives this last year, uh, previous to our shutdown stuff, you know, I didn't take the time to knit and I love to knit. Mm-hmm. And when this first happened back in March, we were in the process of moving here. And um, I'm like, okay, so, and I said to myself, okay, you're going to be busy for the next couple of months because I was busy, busy, busy packing, unpacking, purging. And then when we got here and everything was put away, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, we all have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. You know? And I spent a lot of time, we have a beautiful setting in our backyard, the golf course is in our backyard. And we have a lovely landscaping and stuff like that. So I would sit out there every morning. I did. I had my little routine. I had overnight oats, smoothie with the dog. And I would just like reflect on what I want to do for the day. You know, I'd make a plan. You know, what am I going to do? And I think it's important to make a plan yeah. each day. You mm-hmm. know, what are you going to do today so that you don't fall into? Yeah, right. Well, it's so easy to stay in your PJs and watch Netflix all day, right? (laughs) And then after a week of that, that, I think that's where that, you know, it's nice for a couple of days, right? When it's new Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I don't really have to be anywhere or do anything at all. It's easy to stay in my PJs, but I feel like, you know, after several days of that, that's when that depression can hit where you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, now you're looking back and you're like, oh God, I've wasted five days and I've done nothing. (laughs) So yeah, I think you're right. I think making a list and and keeping busy, even though Mm -hmm. it's a different kind of busy is important because right. We have all been putting off those things that we wanted to do. We want a scrapbook, you know, all of these things that we want to do that we want to catch up on. Um, Even just like deep cleaning, right? Because then you're moving that energy out and you're, you know, you're, you're refocusing and you're, you're gaining a new purpose, even for things like your home. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's very important, um, to just to stay busy. And you know what, you know, you brought up a really good point, Angela. Um, I remember when I was living in New York, the one of the hurricanes hit, I don't remember which one it was at this point, it could have been Sandy. Um, and our power went out for two weeks Mm. and it was over, um, Halloween. And I thought, oh my goodness, because you know, as a mom, you're like, everything has to be perfect for my children, right? Everything has to be ready. I have to have costumes, and I have to decorate, and I got to make cookies, and like, your brain becomes so consumed with all mm-hmm. these little things that you actually forget about your kids, mm-hmm. right? Your kids could get flying patooties if you actually do that stuff. They really could. If you think about the costumes we had as kids, oh, yeah. they oh, were yeah. a plastic bib and a, like a, a plastic mask with the eyeballs cut out. You couldn't breathe, and you were still happy, right? You're like, yay, right? You could care less. But for some reason, everything's become so commercialized, yeah. Yeah. and we have to make everything glorious and spectacular that right. we forget about our kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we, we lost our power for two weeks, 
they canceled Halloween in our town, right? Everyone was like, oh, the children. Think of the children, right? And we we're like, okay, there was a hurricane for crying out loud. We had flooding everywhere. Unless yeah. you kid wanted your kid to wash down the street somewhere, we weren't trick-or-treating, right? So I had, we had no power. Yeah. So we did trick-or-treating in the dark at my house. I hid candy around the house oh, and we had a scavenger hunt. Oh, if you ask fun. my kids what Halloween was the best Halloween they've ever had, they were like, remember that time that the power went out and it was canceled <laughs> and you like put, just hid candy around the house. They probably had five pieces of candy each. Yeah. And think yeah. about all the candy they usually right. get from strangers. Right. Right. They loved it. Yeah. No costumes, nothing. Yeah. Right. Well, it's because it's a different memory, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you run into the the, the regular ho hum of okay, well, it's a given. Every Halloween, you 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 dress up and you go from door to door to get candy. But they're probably, I mean, it's a memory, sure, but it's probably unless something huge happens, it's probably nothing that's really going to solidify in their mind. As mm-hmm. you know, if you take it from um, what was the Disney movie, um, the with the core memories. <laughs> oh, it's oh. probably not going to inside out. It's probably inside. not going to take up a core memory, right? It'll be a memory, but it mm-hmm. won't be as important as, as the one that you're talking about where mm-hmm. things were different and it was new and mom, you know, did something extra to make it really special for them. I think that that's awesome. And I think that's with, with like the quarantine too, right? Like kids have finally had a chance to have yeah. more time with their families yeah, absolutely. and they're going to have those core memories. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents, I've been hearing this a lot. Oh my goodness, my children, they're tormented because they have to wear a mask <laughs> and oh my goodness, they can't go to school. And but it can, you, whatever you make it is what they're going to remember. Absolutely. Right. So if you yeah. make it negative, exactly. they're going to think of it as a negative experience and mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I remember that time. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I have a 17 year old son who loves this <laughs> because he gets to sleep in every day. <laughs> And we, before I was like shaking that kid out of bed. Now yeah. he's like, I can stay home. Right. I can get up and have breakfast with my mom, even though he doesn't want to at this point because he's 17. <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these are yeah. memories that they're going to love forever. Yeah, so I think it's all our perception, you know, our perception. Yeah. You know, so, so that's finding the good and the blessing yeah. in this last yeah. nine months or so that, um, that it will, that will be a great memory. You know, it, it doesn't have to be a negative memory. It can be a very positive one, you know, and then I'm thinking maybe in a couple of years, we're going to look back and say, man, I wish we had done blah, blah, mm-hmm. or how do I get that back? How, do, how can I like create that event again with doing the candy around the house? Well, now your kids are all grown up. They don't want your candy. anymore. No. <laughs> So, so how would you suggest, what do you, what do you think is a good way then for us to not, to not lose that, you know, to not lose that silver lining, those lessons that we've learned, what are ways that we can, you know, take those lessons forward? And, you know, if you, even if you had a negative perception of it, um, there's still a lesson from it. So how can Mm -hmm. we take those lessons Mm -hmm. and put them into a positive light and move forward with those lessons that we learned? I believe it starts with our mindset of what we perceive to be a blessing or a curse. Mm -hmm. Um, Many people think of this last year as the curse, you know, but I'm thinking, you know, like, wow, I really learned a lot of things. I don't want to forget the good stuff that happened to me throughout this last year. So I think when, when we have that good feeling, we want to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. 
So, and also too, you know, when you do something for a month, it kind of becomes a habit. And so I'm thinking, I'm not giving up knitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not giving up um, golf. You know, I'm not giving up hanging out with Gary. And I even said to him the other night, you know, I want us to sit down together and create goals for us for the, the coming year. And he kind of looked at me like I was a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and because um, he said, well, let's call the kids and we'll have a, a Zoom with the kids and we'll find out everybody's um, resolutions. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I just read the other day that 84%, maybe it might be 94% of people who make resolutions, they're done with them by February. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do, how do we make something we call a resolution stick? Mm-hmm. How do we keep going? How do we, um, we say we want to lose weight, you know, we start out that way and boom, you know, it's a commitment. Um, it's sharing with, with somebody else to help keep accountable for what you say you're going to do. And that's, that's what I see in coaching a lot. That's my purpose is to hold up the mirror for people so that they can see, this is what I said I want. And I'm going to hold it back up and say, okay, now what are you going to do about it? So coaching is about taking action and moving from where you are to where you want to be. And a lot of it is self-reflection and it's um, sharing who you are. It's kind of hard to um, to keep moving forward by yourself. We, we, we just need people. We need people in our lives. We need people to encourage us uh, when we get down. You know, like I said to Gary, I said, there's some days where I need, I need your energy. I need you to pull me up so I don't sink into that. Oh, you know, I'm broke whole or, you know, mm-hmm. one of those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. And um, so how can we do that? What, what are you, what are some of the things that you've done in the past that have worked for you? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. And mm-hmm. I like, I like your idea before about journaling. So maybe journal, mm-hmm. journal all those things that made you feel good throughout 2020, all the sure. positive things. And this, mm-hmm. this way, it's a way to look back on it and be like, oh, I, okay, I remember. Yeah. You know, because sometimes we mm-hmm. do need a little tap on the shoulder, a little mm-hmm. reminder. Oh, yeah, there was that, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I like, yeah. right, like you said, writing down your goals for 2021, not resolutions, mm-hmm. because I think resolutions they don't last. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think it's a, um, it's a fancy word that's been used mm-hmm. for hundreds of years, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? What's your resolution? Like Gary said, what are your, what are your resolutions? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't have resolutions. I have plans and goals. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know? can even, you know, you can even take, I mean, if it's easier, the things that you didn't like about, or the things that you want to change, how about we'll say it that mm-hmm. way, the things that you want to change for yourself Write them in a positive form because it doesn't need to be in a positive form. Don't mm-hmm. use any negatives. Don't mm-hmm. use, I will not eat mm-hmm. sweets. I mean, you're going to say like, I will eat healthy foods or mm-hmm. always framed in a positive um, and make those your affirmations and actually write them down on a piece of paper and hang them on your mirror in the bathroom. Yep. So every morning when you go in to brush your teeth, as you're brushing your teeth, you know, or putting on your makeup, you're going to say those affirmations out loud. And it's mm-hmm. just going to reaffirm those things that you want for yourself every day. And there is power in the spoken word. That's why we pray. That's why we pray out loud. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially what an affirmation is. It is your prayer for yourself. And so if you're repeating that every day, those things that you're saying are going to come true for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. And that's why we call it beauty beyond the mirror. 
That's right. right? That's a- <laughs> oh yeah, good Yay! point. <laughs> yes, because it's about you. It's about self care. It's not just about you know that person you're seeing. It's that, that how you're going to how you're going to keep improving yourself. How you're going to need to take time for yourself. Because if you take time for yourself and you work on your inner self, guess what? Everybody around you benefits from that. Absolutely, every yeah. single person. Yeah, and they see that, mm-hmm. and and they're like, "What is she doing? That's so different." And they're mm-hmm. going to ask you, "What are you doing?" Because they're going to see a noticeable change, and then. And then you get to spread that to someone else. And so that may, you know, very well be your life purpose is to help that one person with the one change that they need to make. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make 2021 awesome. <laughs> <laughs> let's do yeah. It. Well, thank you, Kathy, for joining us today. We You're loved having welcome. you. Thank you. And Sorry, I got emotional, but yeah. it'll probably happen again. We love that. <laughs> you know what? Angela's the emotional one. Always. <laughs> you know, you're real, you know, we could read off a piece of paper, but you know what, what, what is most meaningful to people is when you're authentic. Twenty twenty one is here, and so many people are looking to trim their waist down. We're going to compare some of the different strategies that you can use that it will help you reach your target goals. Join us next week as we talk about some of those different strategies with Angela and Nicole.